0: That's right, that's right. Off of the sideline and into the game. Episode six of Watch the Step. So glad you guys could join us this week. we got a lot to talk about. Big news today, big news day today. Fannie Willis on trial. We're gonna talk about that for sure. Man, lots of shootings been happening this week and the liberals have been quick to pounce on it for political gain but they're leaving a few details out about why it might not fit their normal narrative. And that might be another reason why you haven't had near as much of it thrown in your face around the clock on the news cycle. We'll talk about that as as well. Obama spying on the Trump campaign, something Trump talked about a lot, something a lot of people have been well-tuned into. We're going to touch on that as well. The border bill got re-voted on. This time, without the border. We'll talk about that as well. Yeah, the Ukraine bill. And now there's a big Russia nuke threat. Mm. GOP loses a House seat as well. The razor-thin margin gets even thinner. And uh, now the Democrats are for the border, apparently. Just political games. Uh, <laughs> ever since the uh, Republicans in the Senate blocked the border bill, now it's the border's all the GOP's fault. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun, these games, these merry-go-rounds. We're going on round and round and uh, which way it goes. And then we're having a savior come on to the ticket at last minute. And I'm not talking about Michelle Obama. I'm not talking about Kamala Harris or Gavin Newsom. Stay tuned. We'll talk about it this evening. Looking forward to a great, great live stream. First off, Fannie Willis. Y'all. What a story and what a day I listened to this live all day today okay and it was eye-opening jaw-dropping dumbfounding I mean part of the time I'm just like I I can't believe these people are in positions of power I can't believe these people are in positions of power let's start off with our first story of the day the hill.com or so i thought we were doing that okay i don't know what's going on here with thehill.com. let me get this uh squared away always fun to have a one-man show go wrong as soon as you start the show all right here we go here we go all right from the hill.com five revelations from the explosive Fannie Willis hearing in Georgia. One, Willis defiant, calling the observations a lie on many occasions. Two, Willis and Wade stand firm on relationship timeline. That was one of my one part of the trial I thought was funny. It's not like when you're in grade school and you send a little letter and it says, will you be my girlfriend, and you check it. I don't know the day we started seeing each other, but it was early 22 is my recollection. We'll touch back on more of that in a moment. Third revelation. This is a big one. Willis paid cash for vacations. Willis paid cash for vacations, y'all. This is a big bombshell that was not... Mentioned any time before today, Wade disputes defense claims saying he lied in the force filing. So several things to unpack there, and we're going to do it together on Watch the Stuff. Welcome to WYS. Y'all, lots going on today. First of all, the prosecution, which is weird in today's format because Fannie and Mr. Wade Fani, excuse me, I always mispronounce her name. Fani, and Mr. Wade were on the defense today, but the Trump defense, so it's technically the defense in the trial, and the case was the one um, asking most of the questions today. So the prosecutions tried to stop this from happening, okay? And then after the riveting testimony from Mr. Wade, <clears> hmm, <throat> um, finally stormed down or out of her office when it was at its conclusion and demanded to take the stand. So she, uh, she's getting what she wanted. She wanted to be questioned and was she ever. Okay. But here's the, here's the big bombshell or one of them from today. There's been a few is that during their depositions, Mr. Wade had claimed that they spent roughly the same amount of money on everything. Everything was pretty much 50-50. And then in today's uh, examination, it comes out that the only way it was 50-50 was because Mr. Wade was reimbursed by Fannie entirely in cash. Cash money, baby. Under the table as it gets. It's under two tables, baby. It's down under the rug. I'm talking about there ain't no paper trail. There ain't no ATM receipt. Mr. Wade didn't deposit the cash in his bank. He said he spent it and gave it to his daughters and stuff, his kids or whatever. Fanny's talking about, she's on the stand talking about, oh, yeah, she used to pay uh, such and such who she sublet an apartment from for utilities and, and rent. She used to use cash out for that. <laughs> but uh, no, not when paying Mr. Wade, apparently using all this taxpayer funds they went to Miami they went to Belize they went to Aruba as well as other trips to Tennessee Alabama potentially Washington DC where we know where we know that uh oh Mr. Wade was up there talking to the White House on two different occasions charged what $4,000 for two uh, trips to D.C. to meet meet with the Biden White House. We know that uh, uh, Fani colluded with the January 6th committee and failed to disclose that at Discovery. We found out a lot of stuff today, y'all, a lot of stuff. But apparently roughly $10,000 was reimbursed to Mr. Wade via cash, cash money. Now we're going to ask Ms. Fani where she got this money from? It was it was a question posed to her in this. She was defiant, y'all. I'm talking about this woman was man. She was uh uh defiant, she was straight up a bitch sometimes, y'all. She got she had attitude on her had her ass on her shoulders the moment she sat down in that chair. Now let's look at one of the first questions that was posted about where all this money's come from. She said she just always has an ass load of money wherever she's staying at. And she also said that it's not just where she lives, it's wherever she stays. So if she goes somewhere, she takes all that cash with her when she goes stay somewhere else. So it's never in a house by herself. So if she got 10 grand, she's got it in her purse. To go stay at the uh, Holiday Inn Express. Crazy talk. But let's see what she had to say when posed this first question. Here we go. I
1: I always have cash at the house. That has been, I don't know, all my life. If you're a woman and you go on a date with a man, you better have $200 in your pocket. So if that man acts up, you can go where you want to go. So I keep cash in my house. And I don't keep cash as good in my purse like I used to. Um, I don't go on many dates. But when you go on a date, you should have cash in your pocket. So my question was, where did that cash originally come from if it had didn't cash come out of the bank? For, cash is uh, fungible. I had cash for years in my house. So for me to tell you the source of when it comes from, when you go to Publix and you buy something, you get $50, you throw it in there. When It's been my whole life. When I took out a large amount of money on my first campaign, I kept some of the cash of that. Say what like, now? To tell you... I just have cash in my house. I don't have as much today as I would normally have, but I'm building back up now. You just put money in. It's a very good practice. I would advise it to all women. So you can't identify when you came into this cash or where the cash came from? I didn't say I couldn't identify it. Nobody gives me anything. I am sure that the source of the money is always the work, sweat, and tears of me. What you asked me for is, when did the money go in there? What I am trying to tell you is, so I got divorced in 2005 from my husband. And, and no, 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 it's important. You said where did the money 20, come from and I need oh. to tell you Filibuster. where the money came from. And so for many, many years, I have kept money in my house. That money in my worst days has probably only been $500 or $1,000. At my best days, I probably had $15,000 in my house of cash. At all times, there's going to be cash in my house. Or wherever I'm laying my head. The money that you paid, Mr. Wade, the cash, in October of 2022, you do not know where that money came from? I do know where it came from. It came from my sweat and tears. You know which job it came from. Did it come from Fulton County or did it come from a private job? It came from, I don't, I'm not a, what are you talking about? So the it could have come, come from, from, from a, a private job because before I was DA, I was in private practice. So I earned money during this that time. period. is It's probably in you know, there. You don't it know could but I always I'm have. telling
0: you. I'm telling you, man. She always got cash. Listen to her. She don't know. It came from her, her work, sweat and tears, y'all. Come on. Man, I'm surprised she didn't say blood, sweat and tears because you're throwing a woman card in there too once a month working through that. The struggle is real for Fani, man. And she has all this money and has paid this man seven hundred. Thousand dollars to be the lead prosecutor of this case, y'all. $700,000. Now, she might have very long, very rambling responses to almost every question that was asked. If you watch any of the video, any of the tape from this the. Uh, hearing today when she said I'm not the one on trial here Trump is on trial darling I got news for you this whole case is on trial your whole ethics are on trial your whole uh, deceit is on trial and I loved I played it last episode I just didn't play it again I should have I should have got the clip again talking about the guy that she was running to to defeat and how she was bringing back morals and and upstanding character to the DA's office in Atlanta because they deserve the best, and the best is the one sitting here talking to you. That's what she said about herself. And that Fulton County deserves somebody that won't have sex with their employees. She had a hard time describing what an employee was today, by the way. But this is Mr. Wade now. She might have had very long drawn out. I wouldn't say eloquent, but rambling answers to almost every question asked of her. This was how Mr. Wade was answering questions. Did you go to a cabin with Miss Willis ever? Ever? Ever. (laughs) It's the final countdown. I don't want no it in vain for your love. What is going on? No. <laughs> you never want a cabin with this. No. <laughs> this man, did you ever stay in a cabin with Miss Fanny Willis? Well that you should have seen this man. Working through every possible angle of the way he should answer every question asked of him today. It was really pretty sad, but also interesting. He took the stand first, and then Miss Willis came flying down the hall, bursting into the a courtroom before it was even time for her to be there, saying she wanted to get on the stand. Man, she wanted to get on the stand. And all she did was kill everybody, she just said she accused the other team of lying over and over and over. The judge even had to take a recess about it. Check this out.
1: Let's be clear, because you've lied in this, this. Let me tell you which one you lied in, right here? I think you lied right here. No, no, no no, 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 this is the truth, judge, and, this, and it, it is a lie, it is, gonna, is a lie. Right, Ms. You see. Mr. Sano, thank you. We're going to take five
0: minutes. Yes. Do that in five. Attitude right sister all right man yeah she ain't having none of it today man that's hilarious and she brought a race car like at least on my count four or five different times minimum no matter what it was talking about her daddy he's a black man talking about anything had to be had to be race she was talking about hey if you need a g in cash i got you Literally a G, that's what the, D, the DA, that's the language she's using. They're grinding and all this stuff. It's crazy. But uh, here's one more quote or just one more clip of her and her attitude to date. Did you have contacts with Mr. Wade in 2020? And your answer so far has been yes, correct?
1: Very limited contact because um, Mr. Wade had a form of cancer that makes your allegations somewhat ridiculous. I, I do appreciate the characterization. I'm not going to emasculate a black man, but I'm, I'm just telling you. I'm is. sorry, what? I'm not going to emasculate a black man. Did you understand that? All right, well, I don't let's think we should discuss track. further. Mr.
0: Sado. Dang, did you understand that? Man. All right, all right. I don't know if she's uh, insinuating or alluding to the fact that Mr. Wade may have had a uh, testicular cancer or something like that, but... Uh, Another loophole in their story is that he said he didn't see anybody much in 2020 because he was needing to be in a sterilized environment because of his cancer. Meanwhile, they're out to dinner, going to Porsche events, doing all kinds of stuff that are not sterile environments. Lots of things. Their own friend came out and testified that they've been doing uh, doing their relationship since 2019. That's her own friend that she's known for 30 years. So she's in trouble, y'all. And I'll tell you who ain't so much in trouble, and that's Donald J. Trump. Because even MSNBC, even MSNBC, their legal analysts, got some bad news for their listeners, y'all. Let's check this out. Game over. MSNBC legal analysts declares Fannie Willis' case against Trump dead after shocking courtroom revelation. Once again, declares Fannie Willis' case against Trump dead. The whole case, y'all, this is wild. Legal analyst, let's see here, legal analyst Caroline Polisi flatly declared on MSNBC that new testimony contradicting Fannie Willis' claims about her relationship with a colleague was, quote, game over for her. End quote. And the election fraud trial against former President Donald Trump Pelosi, who frequently appears on both MSNBC and CNN, did not hold back on how bad a day this is for the Fulton County D.A., don't let the legalese fool you, she opened. This is epic. This is monumental. If things are going in the direction we think Fonnie Willis lied to the court, it's game over for her. She will be disqualified. If they had a relationship prior to when they represented truth to the court, it's a huge deal I can't overstate. Police added further context in a statement to Mediate, saying Willis will be disqualified, which means her entire office is disqualified, which means the case will have to be reassigned and language with the PAC of Georgia effectively killing the case. Her credibility is completely shot. And ain't a shame. Ain't it a shame? Good lord. You hate to see it, man. But more than that, you love to see it. I I mean, look. We all know how crooked ass all these cases is Donald Trump are. He's getting tried in New York for a victimless crime when he paid the banks back on time and early and nobody was defrauded. He's being charged on all kinds of stuff. A documents case that Biden just wasn't charged for because he's too old and senile to even remember anything. All this stuff is crooked. All this stuff is strictly political and crooked people. Gonna crook it. I tell you what, if these liberals ain't lying and they ain't talking. So we see what's going on with Fonnie, and looks like her case is over. I'm not gonna jump the shark or jump the gun here. Maybe it's not, but man, as many times she brought up race, the moment this thing came out in the Martin Luther King church, she'd been playing the race card, playing the victim card. She's the DA. How is she the victim? And I don't know if you heard in that one, uh that one clip she was talking about where all this cash came from and said, oh, she kept some money from her first campaign. Oh, did she now? That's interesting. That's now on the record. Somebody might want to, you know, take a look at that and see what's going on there. But Fannie Willis, man, this is what a lot of the, the liberals thought was the case to get Trump. And I'm telling you, this case is in deep shit if you're a liberal. It's jeopardized, they are crooked, and we'll see what happens out there. We'll see what happens, but I don't have a lot of faith in, uh, well, let me put it this way. I don't know how crooked this judge is. I don't know if he is actually a fair and impartial judge, but, but, to most people, including MSNBC legal analysts, this thing is done and thrown out, and peace out. Peace out for Trump going on to Uh, his campaign, that's one big headache he might not have to worry about. Might not if things fall correctly uh, for this campaign season. Now, moving on, we've had some shootings. Shootings across the country. I don't know if you've heard about this. You probably have. There's been three in the week. You know, things usually happen in threes. And I'm going to talk about all of them at least briefly here, okay? So, first up, First story, you all heard about this Super Bowl parade shooting, okay? Kansas City won a Super Bowl in case you've been locked in a closet or under a room or in a padded room uh, where you might should be if you're listening to this show. But, yeah, look here. Now we find out today, Kansas City Chiefs parade shooting a personal dispute and not terrorism as two juveniles are arrested All right, it says, the shooting during the Kansas City Chiefs Parade was a result of a quote-unquote personal dispute between several people in the crowd that ended in gunfire and was not related to terrorism, people, police, excuse me, have said. Additionally, two of the three suspects arrested were juveniles, according to the police. No one has been charged in relation to the incident as of yet. Eight victims of the hospitalized are in critical condition, and seven of them are in serious Condition. All right, let me tell you more about this, because this it this was, what, this morning. There's still been no names released. One of the guys ain't a juvenile. What's his problem? I can show you the people. You want to see him. Here's one of them. This is apparently, apparently, I'm not disparaging anybody, this is on X. This is apparently one of the apprehended juveniles in the case. He's not a white supremacist, so it might not fit the liberal narrative on mass shootings. Here's another one. He don't look like no juvenile to me. We still don't know his name yet. But a personal dispute is what they are blaming this on. A personal dispute, they had 23 people shot. Half of them were children the, under the age of 16 over a personal dispute. OK, in the crowd. We still don't know who it is. We still don't know who this guy is. Now, if it was somebody, some kid shot up for school or some white kid, they've been trying to find out if he ever t- tweeted about Trump, had a MAGA hat in his bedroom, anything else we know, his name, birth date, the, the murder weapons. We see everything he ever wrote, just like that Nashville trans shooter. We never heard nothing about it. never saw the manifesto. Lockdown lockdown cuz the narrative isn't useful to the people who control the narratives now it's election year they want to take a an issue that nobody is in favor of nobody wants gun violence nobody wants people shot nobody wants uh well let me I was going to say no nobody doesn't want law and order but we know the liberals as part of their platform okay let's go to this other story that was in the news this week The Lakeland shooter, female shooter at Joel Osteen's Mega church, is schizophrenic, Munchausen by proxy, who legally purchased AR-15 despite being known to cops for mental illness. The shooter has been identified as Janessi uh, Yvonne Moreno, 36, who previously used the name Jeffrey. Is this another trans? Can't be trans. Can't be trans, no way. They're it's totally a uh, protected class, and there's that's totally normal. Nothing to see here. A Texas woman who opened fire at Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church was accused of being schizophrenic, but was still able to legally purchase the AR-15 she used to unleash horror on Sunday. She had a lengthy criminal record going back to 2005, including charges of assault, weapons, marijuana possession, and forgery charges. She also has a history of mental illness and was held in an emergency detention order in 2016, police say. Oh, yeah, don't forget about this. Conroe PD called the Lakewood Church shooting suspects home 20 times over the last five years. What are we talking about here? Now, the liberals are going to tell you we need gun laws. And I'm going to tell you, now, don't forget, Biden's whole administration has deemed white supremacy as the number one threat to the republic. Not Islamic terrorism, not China, not Russia, not Iran, not nuclear war, not World War III, not the border, not terrorism, none of that shit, not inflation, not the fact people can't afford to eat. White supremacy is what the Biden administration has come on record and said is the number one issue facing this country. Where they at? I've seen minorities and nothing but minorities so far. I've seen trans shooting people up. Let's keep on going, shall we? Let's keep on going. Three questioned after four students shot at Atlanta's Benjamin E. Mays High School. Did you hear about this? Drive-by. Four students shot right after school. There was an argument after school. And look at there. A, a fight broke right around 4 p.m. Just after students dismissed for the day. And that led to gunshots being fired. They came back and drove up. Gunshots being fired. Four, student fi- four students identified only as three 17-year-olds or one 18-year-old, all male, rushed in an area of hospital and ex- expected to survive. Thank God. That's, we definitely want that. You might not have heard about this. This school is a 99.8% minority school. Ain't no white kids coming in here with trench coats shooting up the school. It's Democrats shooting Democrats is what it is. If Democrats would quit shooting people, maybe we could get a lid on this gun violence thing. Here's Here's the Chicago numbers right here for this year. February, 10 shot and killed, 61 shot and wounded. Total shot, 71 with 10 homicides. Year to date, that's only February, people. 38 shot and killed, 183 people been shot in six weeks in Chicago. No, 221 been shot in Chicago with 45 homicides. But they say it's the guns, y'all. They're going to say it's the guns and white people and all this stuff. Man, look at here. This is the kind of story they got going on in Chicago right here. Mayor says Chicago will stop using controversial gunshot detection technology this year. Oh, okay. The system, which uses acoustic sensors and machine algorithms to detect and locate gunfire incidents, has been widely criticized by being ineffective, and having a racial bias. So now technology that picks up gunshots is racist and shit. Facts aren't racist. Bullets aren't racist. People kill people. People doing drive-bys. People shooting up crowds and arguing, and their solution to an argument at a Super Bowl parade or at a high school is to go shoot people don't care about the law on the books that says you shouldn't shoot people. A gun law making something else illegal about shooting is not going to stop people that already don't care about the laws on the books. And they talk about these uh, uh, loopholes and all this. This other woman, mentally ill, everybody knew about it, shot up the uh, Lakewood Church, legally purchased a gun. Something failed in a background check somewhere, I would say. But never underestimate the Democrats' ability to take some issue. KGP, I don't uh, know, Corrine Jean-Pierre, and they're talking today how Republicans, it's all our fault, you see what I'm saying? Republicans need to come on with some common sense gun uh, laws. No more assault rifles. That's an invented term, by the way. There is no such thing as an assault rifle. There's machine guns, which the army and the military have, and there's long rifles, which is what we have. Those are two different things. Assault rifle is a term made up to scare people into giving up their freedom and giving up control of their lives and their last resort to resist tyranny, to give it up to Democrats who then want to impose the tyranny. It's, it's it's insane. It's insane. So now Chicago's technology that pick up gunshots is racist, I guess, because coincidentally in Chicago, apparently in these neighborhoods where they're shooting everybody, there's a lot of minorities. Okay. All right. So technology is racist now. So now here come the Democrats. Election year, they want you to give up your freedoms. Give it to them. Let government take care of everything, Right. That government take care of everything. But there's three shootings right there you haven't heard a lot about. If those people were white, you wouldn't be able to hear nothing about Ukraine. Fannie Willis would have been nothing today. You've been hearing about white people killing everybody. It's white uh, supremacy is the number one thing in this country that we all have to be afraid of, and it's insane. But it didn't fit the narrative. So there you go. There you go. What do you expect from these liberals all they do is lie. All they do is, it's a, a, what was it? Axelrod. I think it was Axelrod, maybe. It was his famous quote, Obama's advisor Never let a tragedy go to waste or a crisis go to waste. That mindset right there is evil. That is evil. Never let a tragedy go to waste. Man. And they're, I know they're mad that all these people on these three stories are minorities. I know that doesn't. Uh, they just think they missed a huge opportunity right there. But speaking of these Democrats and these liberals and how twisted and crooked they are, you remember back in uh, Trump's turn? You remember Russia Gate, Russia, 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 and how it was revealed that uh, Trump's campaign was spied on? Did everybody forget about that? It just went away? Well, more came out about that this week. Okay, CIA had foreign allies spy on Trump team, triggering Russia collusion hoax, sources say. United States intelligence community targeted 26 Trump advisors for foreign spy agencies to, quote-unquote, reverse target and bump. Now, I got this is not a real long article. I got to read it to you, though. It's very important. It's very important these people are doing. Last year, John Durham, a special prosecutor for the Department of Justice, concluded that the Federal Bureau of Investigation should never have opened its investigation of alleged collusion by then presidential candidate Donald J. Trump and Russia in late 2016. Now, multiple credible sources tell Public and Racket that the United States intelligence community, including the Central Intelligence Agency, illegally mobilized foreign intelligence agencies to target Trump advisors long before the summer of 2016. 2016. Long before then? Long before then, huh? So they, and they're getting foreign governments in there for 26 different people. The new information fills many gaps in our understanding of the Russian collusion hopes and is supported by testimony already in the public record. Until now, the official story has been that Russia's that the FBI's investigation began after Rush Australian intelligence of, officials told U.S. officials that a Trump aide had boasted to an Australian diplomat. You remember this guy? Uh, I can't think of his name right now. Str- uh, not struck. No, that was the FBI agent. Um, this guy, what was his name? But in the truth, the USIC asked the five Eyes, quote-unquote, intelligence alliance to surveil Trump's associates and share the intelligence they acquired with U.S. agencies, sources close to a House Permanent Select Committee on Intelligence Investigation. The Five Eyes Nations are the U.S., U.K., Canada, Australia, and New Zealand. All of us, all of our allies, they had these people spied on them. Afro Public and Racket have been told that President Barack Obama's CIA director, John Brennan, had identified 26 Trump associates for the Five Eyes of Target. A source confirmed the IC had identified them, quote, as people to bump, quote, unquote or make contact with, or manipulate. They were targets of our own IC and law enforcement's collection and misinformation. Unknown details about the FBI's investigation of the Trump campaign and raw intelligence data related to the IC's surveillance of the Trump campaign are a 10-inch binder that Trump ordered to be declassified at the very end of his term. Now check out that. Now let's connect some dots here. Hold on. Hold on now. I like this. I like this. So, ex-CIA head John Brennan, who headed the CIA and has been alleged all this time to have started this spying on an American political candidate, he now works for MSNBC, the same and he now has called uh, Trump a large national kidney stone. Okay, that's the guy that was... Running the CIA so impartial. Now, what about this binder? There is a binder that has all this documentation that, that Trump declassified. I wonder where. I wonder where he might have kept that binder. Oh, Mar a Lago. Wait a minute. So if I am the op- opposition government and I spied on you, I falsely impeached you three different times and failed all three times, I've been spying on you, I had the FBI use FISA and CIA use the FISA courts to continue to spy on you, all funded by Hillary Clinton, all lied to for years to the American people. Now you're out of power. Now you have your trove of classified and unclassified documents at home. And I need to get that binder back right quick. That's got all of us out there and exposed. I wonder, what do you think the odds are, man, that they got that binder when they raided Mar-a-Lago? And follow-up question, what do you think the odds are that that binder will ever again see the light of day? Telling you, these people are effing crooked effing crooked so man you can't make this stuff up how deep this deep state goes how many tentacles are in different branches of government from the courts to the bureaucracy to congress itself to the president to these corporations, it's all connected. It's all this one world government. So there's your election interference. And let's not forget how this was treated by the news media, okay? This was uh, when Trump was running against Biden on 60 Minutes from Leslie Stahl's ass. Scandal. So, the biggest scandal was when they spied on my campaign. They spied on my well, campaign There's no e- real evidence of that. Of course there is, no. it's all over the place. Leslie, they spied on my campaign and they got caught. Can I say something?
1: You know, this is 60 Minutes, and we can't put on things we we can't verify. You won't put
0: it on because it's bad for Biden. We can't put on
1: things we can't verify. Leslie,
0: they spied on my campaign. Well, we can't verify that. It's been totally verified. No. It's been, just go down and get the papers. They spied on my campaign, they got caught. No. And then they went much further than that, and they got caught. And you will see that, Leslie, and you know that, but you just don't want to put it on the air. No, as a matter of fact, I don't know that. Okay. These people, these people are gross, and that was just after he got done telling her to her face that they won't report on the Hunter Biden laptop story because it's a huge scandal. And then he said, this is an even bigger scandal, and they've been spying on me from day one, from jump. It's insane. Listen, not only that, this... uh, Thank God this guy's no longer on TV. Joy Reid needs to be next. Her race is ass. But look, here's Don Lemon. This is how this stuff was characterized all the time around the clock. Maybe the biggest lie of all. And listen Repeatedly, to something else he says in a second. And with no facts to back him up, making the outrageous claim that the so-called deep state spied on his campaign. No facts He did it him again just today. It's like Russia collusion, oh, no. right? But I hope it's not true, but it looks like it is. Yeah. It's not true. <laughs> Yeah, it it's a lie. No, it's not. Did the intelligence community spy on, on President Trump and his this campaign? Uh, no, DVD we did podcast. not. <laughs> this is not just an angry president popping off. This
1: is a deliberate and coordinated effort to save his presidency, yeah. to cast doubt on the Russia investigation by repeating a lie, repeating it every chance
0: Listen he gets. That. And that repetition is a key part of, of the strategy here, because if you hear him say the same thing over and over and over, it gets into your head. You may even start to wonder if there's some truth. Listen to that. That's the entire Democrat liberal media playbook since 2016. If we say it enough, enough people will have to start believing it's true, no matter how much of a lie that we know it is. That's exactly what happened with Trump-Russia collusion and so many other scandals under scandals under the Trump administration that the media would never shut up about. The whole reason the public is fatigued with the idea of a Trump presidency is because of that exact strategy from the media. The disinformation and misinformation. Now, if you heard of the uh, BRICS, not the BRICS, the uh, the World Economic Forum come out saying disinformation and misinformation is the biggest threats to democracy and global peace and all that shit. That should tell you all they need to know, that they're already aware of it. And that's the strategy they use. Now they're afraid they're losing control on the narrative. And so now they got to look out for misinformation. Or that's just a cold word to silence and censor. Points of view that they don't agree with. The same way they did about Russian uh, laptop, I mean, uh, Hunter Biden laptop and all the, the, The hush money and the the payoffs from China and Ukraine and everything to the Biden family. They censored all that. The fourth largest newspaper in the world, they had it censored from Jack Dorsey. The FBI was working with social media. We just had a report. I just mentioned it last week and talked about it on episode five. That the White House has been trying to get Amazon to ban books that have a point of view they don't agree with. This is totalitarian socialism, Marxism, fascism and what do they call people they disagree with fascists nazis all the nazis are the one that burn books fascists are the one that say our point of view is the only way and other than that you got to be silent to put in jail whatever they're accusing you of is matter of fact what they're doing don't freaking forget it so this story it's been out for a while but there's new information been set on uh, new new light been shed on this and all these people are gonna have a lot of crow to eat when more and more comes out about this and it's crazy and the American people should wake up the American people should wake up and maybe they are because the way these people frame things especially in this election year should be very telling okay you might have heard last week we talked about it a bunch the border bill they had in there uh-huh 112 border bill were 20 20 billion 112 billion dollar border bill rather that 90 what something billion of that went to Ukraine another 10 billion went to Israel another 20 billion went to uh no 20 billion went to Israel 10 billion went to Palestine all this stuff and it was hardly anything in there about the border, and it was. It gave carte blanche amnesty to the HHS secretary. It did a lot of other crazy-ass shit. Codified in there. 5,000 illegal immigrants a month. Um, excuse me, a day a month, huh, if only. A day before the president had any power. So much stuff. So that failed. So what they do in the Senate? Well, while we are all watching the Super Bowl... And your, your wife, your girlfriend, and your daughters was all trying to wait for Taylor Swift to be on TV. The Senate was passing and debating that very same bill just without the border in it. So what's the real priority? Instead of getting rid of all the other crap that was part of the border bill and then trying to figure out a way to focus on the border, if that's actually a priority of yours, they did the opposite. They said, okay, well guess we'll leave the border wide open. Meanwhile, Ukraine, let's give them $95.3 billion with zero accountability, zero plan to pay it back. Just an endless cash cow that we are Ukraine sucking on the teat without any clear vision of how to win this war, any defined term of what victory is. Just keep shoveling over there. Meanwhile, America's going to shit, but we're going to put, spend all our money out there, just like these illegal immigrants. They go into these big cities where people are homeless, can't get nothing. They get food stamps. The food stamps are taxed. If The illegal immigrants, when they get their food stamps and they debit cards, prepaid debit cards, they're not taxed. They get a better life than American citizens that are struggling. America last, one world government first. That is the modern Democrat party. I would espouse you and the great Rush Limbaugh said they were always socialists, but they just tried to hide it real good and market it and package it as something else. Mask off now mask off. We can totally see who they are. Shout out to the chat out there. I see you out there. Good evening y'all. Welcome to episode six. Thanks for being a part of it. Look, there's a, there's a few things going wrong with this, Bill they tried to propose, okay? One of it, let's look at it real quick. The Senate on Tuesday morning passed a bill that appropriated $95 billion in fresh military aid to Ukraine, Israel, and Taiwan after several Republican senators spent eight hours delaying patches with speeches in opposition. So this is apparently a bipartisan bill, okay? Bipartisan bill. Oh, but wait a minute! There's an impeachment time bomb, quote unquote, against Trump in the Foreign Aid package. Let's see what else is in this damn bill. Republicans in Congress should reject the roughly 95 billion in Foreign Aid package because it could be an impeachment time bomb for former President Donald Trump as he runs for re-election. Senator J.D. Vance of Ohio. Warn colleagues on Monday. The legislation contains, quote, hidden clause with billions of dollars dedicated to Ukraine security and military funding that will extend to September 25th, 2025, a date that may fall during Trump's second term. Because Trump has said he will quickly resolve Ukraine's war with Russia. Vance predicted a situation could arise in which Trump pulls financial support for Ukraine and gives Democrats the grounds to impeach him over the quote, same fake budget violation underlying the 2019 impeachment inquiry. So, in there he is tweeted out the text said, we must vote against this disastrous bill. Well, guess what happened? It passed. It passed. Weird, because Republicans have uh, 49, 50 seats in the Senate. There's a tiebreaker vote for Kamala Harris. Otherwise, it's a split house. It's a split uh, branch, excuse me. And uh, these are your GOP senators that voted for it. If these are your senators and they represent you, do not forget how they keep selling you down the line, how they keep reaching across the aisle, to work with uh, the other side because it's so bipartisan and whatever. They don't do that for us. Why? Because we are conservatives, are supposed to be anyway. We want to conserve and preserve this great nation, the last bastion of freedom on earth, so that that we can hand down the same freedoms and uh, opportunities that we were handed to, to our kids, and they can hand it down to their kids as well. So you don't reach across the aisle with people trying to help the nation. So why do we reach across the aisle with the Democrats who are openly trying to destroy this nation? You cannot work with people who want your downfall. You cannot work with the side that wants your house to crumble. You cannot work with the side that wants your nation's sovereignty to go away so that we are absolved into the United Nations and the United Nations and a new world government and a new world order has all the power to where you don't have guns, to where you don't have a, a First Amendment unless you say what they want you to say, to where you don't have the rights that you inherited when you were born in this country so that you concede all of your sovereignty and all of your rights and all of your freedoms to the global order. That China never has to kowtow to. China never has accountable to any of this shit. Neither Russia or nothing. But Americans, we're basically an occupied country. The Democrats want to destroy this country the same way the Russians and the Chinese do. Except the Russians and Chinese don't have near the power and the position of privilege and the position to actually do something about it and invade. You think China wouldn't invade this country if they could? The Democrats letting it be invaded. Uh, uh, they are advocating and abetting the invasion. China and Russia are jealous, man. They ain't going to get none of the credit for it. They've been wanting to do this shit for decades and reset the world order for decades, and now they ain't getting none of the credit. So meanwhile, these Republicans, they're going to keep working with the Democrats, reaching across the aisle. Meanwhile, every vote you see, the Democrats are in lockstep. No defections. Because their mission is clear. Republicans can be bought off too. And you can see which ones are bought off. It's not hard to tell by the way they vote. They voting for this shit right here. You saw John Kennedy on there. He talks a tough game Voted for this shit. They blackmail him talking about, or, or, or morally blackmail him talking about, yeah, you know, uh, Russia's going to uh, take over Ukraine and there's going to be a new Uh, world war if you don't vote for this and all this. It's just, it's moral blackmail. It's dishonest. And there's no accountability for any of this. None. And all the reports have been out about Ukraine and how all these people are getting rich, how all this money goes unaccounted for, and we just keep giving them more. Just keep giving them more, huh? Don't make no sense at all. At all. And so what do they do? Speaker Johnson has declared this vote dead on arrival. Says it's not happening in the house. I don't have quite that much faith. But that's what he said. So what happens the next day? The next day, y'all. In the news. One day later. it is. Y'all, we got a space threat from Russia. Nukes in space all of a sudden. Nukes in space. It would not be to drop a weapon on earth, but possibly use on our satellites. I'm not even reading this article because it's not verified. It's not corroborated, but they're coming out with scare tactics. The same way they want to take your guns, they use it at the first drop of any shooting. They don't talk about it at all, but as soon as somebody gets shot, oh, we need to get rid of all the guns. Oh, it doesn't fit our narrative? Well, it won't be in the news cycle quite as long, but we'll still talk about it uh, as a campaign issue. Same thing with the border. They've left the border open, wide open, for three years. Oh, now it's a border issue. We might want to care about the border. Oh, well, the border bill doesn't pass, or we'll just scrap that part out and let's do the stuff we really care about and fund these foreign wars, these endless wars that the military-industrial complex benefits off of. Who do you think is giving a $60 billion contract to rebuild Ukraine? Black Rock? The same people funding Nikki Haley, who wants to bomb everybody. That's the only damn thing she can uh, uh, have a solution to. What's your solution to Iran? I guess we should bomb them. What about China? Well, I don't have to bomb them too. Good Lord. These people are bought by BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, this big cabal of financial globalists that are funding the the reorganization and the recapitulation of power into this new world order. It's in the Bible. The Bible says it's going to happen. That doesn't mean I have to like it or not do my part to stand up and be counted. Off the sidelines and into the game. Stand up, be counted, fighting against this. So don't fall for it. Hopefully the the public isn't falling for it. This story came out, nothing's happened about it. No hoopla, no national conversation about it. Nobody's scared. Nobody's looking up for the next spy balloon to fly across the whole fucking country. in unimpeded. Maybe that's where they lost credibility this. Maybe this. Maybe the spy balloon was what they were talking about, and this story is, is two years old or something. I don't know, man. But it's a bunch of crap. And in the meantime, somehow, with all this crap going on, the GOP losing a seat. I'll tell you what. That's right. George Santos' seat from New York. Man, they, they kicked him out of Congress on some, uh, some charges. They said uh, they said he was had some tax evasion and some other things going on that I don't know the full breadth of, but I know he's supposed to be innocent till proven guilty. But they anyway, kick his ass out of Congress. And what do they do in New York? They run uh, this girl Plip, who also has falsified. Financial disclosures, who also owns $1,000 in unpaid, $100,000 in unpaid taxes. She wouldn't even debate this guy, Swazi, who already held the seat once before, and he got it back. So now, we're losing another seat. Losing another seat. These Republicans, I don't know if they're just incompetent are fucking stupid, but they have no backbone. They have no fight. And they're the people we have to depend on. It's insane. Uh, Five takeaways from Democrats flipping Santos' house seat in New York. I'm not going to read all this crap. NPR, you know, that's uh, state-sponsored news. Uh, Yeah, the the, the Republicans, majority got swallowed. That's right. So, like, look at this. Now, hold on, I'll go back to that one. Abortion rights continue to be something Democrats run on. They said that this woman she ran against, I have no idea her personal preface, uh, uh, politics. Maybe this is what she is. Accused of running on a platform to ban abortions, no exception for rape and incest. I got news for you. I don't care what your opinion on abortion is, what you think about the right to life. I value human life very dearly. It is a, 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 a big thing to me. I am a Christian man. But I tell you what. You ain't gonna win shit telling people if they get raped, they gotta have the rapist baby. You ain't gonna win any argument with that, no matter how virtual virtual uh virtuous, excuse me, and uh you think you have the moral high ground, you ain't winning nothing with that policy, with that politics and that position. So if that's who they ran against this, it's just some idiotic shit. Meanwhile, a Democrat representatives can sleep with Chinese spies and have a relationship with people. They find are Chinese spies and keep their seat. It's insane. He's supposed to be innocent until proven guilty. It is an election year. If the guy comes out to be guilty, then get rid of him then. And news for you, this guy Swazi, he's going to have to defend this seat. He's got it for 11 months. He has to defend it in November. So, you think maybe the GOP, Republicans, have a plan to get it back when it comes up right now? Right now, the majority is 219 to 213. It's raised thin, And you know it only takes a few of those Republicans to go to the other side, which they are never short of. They're never in short supply. So maybe it will win the seat back this November when there's an actual election because that was a special election. Oh, I forgot to mention, though. That in 2024, there's been a redistricting for this election, that uh, this district that used to be mostly Queens and everything else, the uh, state uh, redistricting uh, office has redrawn the lines to make it more Democrat. So maybe it's, you know, we just lose and we just lose. And these Republicans have no backbone, no balls. And it's sad. Who else is going to be fighting for us? Who's fighting for the country if not our representatives? It's insane. But now the last thing in the story I wanted to bring up because it segues well into our next ones. Democrats showed apparently in this special election that they can defend themselves on immigration. This race was dominated by GOP attacks on immigration. Republicans spent more than $8 million on campaign ads in this race, a huge number for a special congressional election. They hammered Democrat Tom Suozzi on immigration on the airwaves. Republican Maisie Politico even held rallies near a makeshift tent city in Queens that houses migrants. Oh, where did this story go? Schumer credits Trump for Swazi win as Democrats cite proof they can flip border script. The balls of these people. I'll tell you what. Now, this is what balls looks like now. Republicans wouldn't know them if they plopped on their chin. There were reports Republicans hired snow patrols. What is happening with this link? Snow patrols. To, in Republican precincts to make it easier for voters, but Swazi won because no matter what, Republicans couldn't plow through their biggest obstacle, Donald Trump, Chuck Schumer said. Madigan Republicans handed Democrats a golden opportunity to talk about the border, and we showed we would be very strong on their border, that we knew it was broken and needed fixed. Trump blocked a bipartisan deal to strengthen our border, it's Democrats and stem a crisis, and voters knew it. Now, let me tell you something right now. On day one, Biden came into office and was immediately taking action to undo anything Trump did on the border. Day one, he, let's see, day one executive actions. He strengthened DACA, which is an incentive for people to come here and have anchor babies. He rescinded the bans on certain uh, African countries. And I don't, and I take issue with a Muslim ban. That's a uh, scare tactic and a, a term used to make Trump sound racist. It was not a Muslim ban. It was done to certain countries. It was never done on religion. It was done to certain countries because they might want to come over and do us harm. Now that it's poured across the border. Also, he got rid of the 100-day, the way to Mexico policy. He deferred and forced departure for Liberians. He now has the census inclusion of immigrants. Now you really want to talk about incentive. Now you get to come and vote. Now you get counted in your district. Now you're getting to why. These people are importing new voters and importing new House seats because now these people are counted in the, in the census and these districts, and now uh, California can gain seats. New York can gain seats. Illinois can gain seats. Everywhere they're importing these Democrats, they can gain seats and power. It's all rigged. It's all rigged. And he did all this. He, he, uh continuing on this story got rid of the border wall that Trump was building on day one. Day one. Don't tell me the Democrats are strong on the border. I don't want to hear that. I Man, if you, as an American citizen, if you hate watching this and you need to know something and you need to know something if you disagree with what the hell I'm saying. If you're that Freaking stupid to think that this is a Republican problem because... The headlines in the news tell you that we vetoed a border bill or or, uh, voted against a border bill. When you find out the priority of that border bill, as it was all about Ukraine in the first place, when you don't know the details, because the headline, you got to read a little bit below the headline. Democrats or independents who don't know who they're voting for yet, or they actually might buy the line that Biden said last week that this is Trump's fault. The border is Trump's fault. These are the border numbers, y'all. All the way back to 2010, we've had one year over 400,000 migrants that were encountered at the border. One year. There was a spike in 19, and 2020, when Trump handed it over to Biden, it was 400,000 people. Biden has done nothing but set records back to back to back on this border from million to 2.7 million to 500,000 more than that to 3.2 million back to back to back. I ain't got time for this misinformation shit. I ain't got time for this election year trying to tell people that Republicans are soft on the border. Chuck Schumer. Fuck you and all you liberal Democrats that are trying to kill this country and let this country be invaded. And in my opinion, all you Democrats in Congress voting for all this shit, you are occupiers in this country. You are foreign agents. And if not, you're at best, you're doing the work of foreign agents. And you're doing the work of China, China, and you're doing the work of Russia, and you're doing the work of Iran, and they couldn't do it faster than the damn Democrats are doing it. I love my country, I hope you can tell. I've said many times before on this show that Republicans and Democrats used to disagree on how to solve the problem. Today's modern Democrats are creating the problem. They are the problem. They don't disagree on what the problem is and how to fix it anymore. The Democrats in this country today think that the problem is America, thinks that America is founded on hate, thinks that America is, we are the occupiers. We stole this land from the Native Americans, which tribe? You couldn't, they couldn't answer that. And the fact that they were warring and taking land from each other before we got here as a more advanced civilization. Every nation on this earth that has a border, has it because they they took it and defended it from somebody else. Hello, Russia's trying to redraw borderlines today. It's how countries exist. It's not a new thing to us. Slavery is not a new thing either for America. It was not an American problem. It was a global problem. And America fought a war to end it. We've never been a perfect nation, but we have tried honestly and earnestly to improve our nation for the lives of its citizens from its inception. And I don't want to hear anybody run my country down. I don't want to hear nobody trying to override the votes of its citizens by importing an entirely new class of dependents an entire new class of voters an entire new class of people that aren't American that don't share our values that don't want to integrate remember it's a democrat tenet they have to divide us that divide us on race religion what's between your legs who you want to sleep with anything they can find To put a hyphen, a gay American, an African American, anything they can put a hyphen in there, people of color, anything it is to make you feel less than me. They want you to feel less than me because I'm a white man, a white Christian man. And let me tell you, matter of factly, nobody is less than me. We are all created equal and endowed by our creator with certain inalienable rights. The reason that's important is because those rights come from God and not man. And the government wants to take them away from you. The liberal Democrats want to take your rights away so that they can roll over all of us unimpeded by pesky rights, pesky freedoms like the right to free speech and the right to protect yourself and bear arms. Second Amendment's not about hunting. I think everybody knows what the Second Amendment's about. And the way these people are trying to sit there and say with a straight face that it's Trump and the Republicans that don't care about the border. If you buy that in this country and you actually believe that, then you must also think men can have babies and that Trump's still a foreign agent for Russia. I can't I can't tell you what you must think. You must be one of the five people to watch Rachel Maddow, I guess. They got me heated, excuse me, go to our last story of the night. Don't worry, y'all. Don't worry. It's okay. Because Joe Manchin is coming to the rescue, baby. Joe Manchin is apparently entertaining a third-party bid. I guess he forgot about RFKJ, who's already trying to do a third-party bid. So that's a fourth-party bid. He says he's going to have Mitt Romney or uh, Portman as VP. That's just what we need. We need one... Democrat that will reach across the aisle, the only same one we had, I guess, uh, from time to time in the Senate, to take another rhino on his ticket as VP to keep reaching across the aisle and work with the damn Democrat Party that's trying to kill the country in the same way I said. He's been on a listening tour, apparently, a listening tour, y'all, since he said he's not going to run for seek re-election in his own congressional race, excuse me, Senate race, which will be great. That should be a solid red seat we pick up because for some reason, just like the guy in Montana, he can, the, the very red state of West Virginia likes him enough for some reason, I guess for the the cold or whatever else though. But hy- hypothetically, if I was picking my running mate, really who would I ask right now is Mitt Romney. He said, maybe Rob Portman would be right there too, but Mitt Romney's ass, man, right to the rescue. There's your knight in shining armor coming in. To save the day, y'all. So, let not your hearts be troubled. Mitt Romney, man, he won't go away. We thought we got his niece out of the RNC. I'm waiting on her to go. Romney's still there voting on this crap. He just voted on for this Ukraine stuff. We can't get rid of these people. They're reaching across the aisle to work with the enemy. You don't compromise with the enemy when the enemy wants your destruction. It's like Israel's supposed to compromise with Iran when Iran blatantly and with no equivocation says they want to wipe Israel off the mat. You don't negotiate with people that don't think you should exist. Democrats don't think America should exist as it is. I think America is a evil country that was founded on hate. Now we're all a nation of immigrants. We don't deserve to be here. I'm not an immigrant. I'm born American. People that founded this country are colonizers. They're not immigrants. So don't get it twisted. Don't let the Democrats ever try to lie to you, tell you who does what, try to tell you they're the party of border, they're the party of fiscal responsibility, they're the party of safety and law and order, all this stuff. Like, we didn't see them out there bailing people out with Black Lives Matter. Meanwhile, a kid burns rubber on a LGBTQ crosswalk, and it's a hate crime. But they can burn federal buildings and then Kamala Harris will bail him out of prison. We know what's going on. We're awake to this shit. And these liberals and these Chinese and these Russians and Iranians and all this evil axis across the world wants to take our rights away and trample on the good people of this country, They better watch this stuff. Thanks for watching.